Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and this is January, it's Wednesday, January the 16th, 2021, and this has been an extraordinary day for the United States of America. Um, we didn't seem very united. (laughs) And, um, we are very polarized, which is tragic. And it is what we're dealing with. At this point, our democracy, our republic, our government that is based on the rule of law, and that law is very carefully set forth in the Constitution and the articles that were amended to the Constitution, Um, it's being tested severely tested. Uh, The Capitol was mobbed today. A woman was killed. It's tragic. It's tragic. And we get to deal with the aftermath. Right now, while I'm recording this, the senators are filing into the House for a joint session to finish the process of certifying or uh, ceremonially, ceremonially accepting the votes from each state, from the electoral representatives from each state certifying the vote and we have a president who's doing his best to subvert or interrupt or stop that process. So anyone that becomes president, vice president, a, a member of Congress, whether it's the Senate or the House, and, and many others take an oath to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States. And... In the case of our current president, that's not happening. It's not happening. He is not protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States. He is doing his very best to subvert and disrupt our elect 
sartorial process. And it's tragic. And it's saddening. It's challenging. And it calls attention to the weaknesses in our system. It also calls attention to the way that information is disseminated in the public now. I grew up with people who were journalists. And they did have their own perspective on the news. And they had their own understanding of things that were happening in the news. And they were also very committed to being as factual as possible. They weren't perfect people. But they did believe in our system of government. And they were very committed to facts. They, the people that I knew who were journalists made, they didn't make a lot of claims on knowing the truth, but they were good at finding facts. They were good at background. They were, they were good at consistency. And they were good people, really good people. And I don't think journalists have changed a lot. They have different things to contend with, like all this incredibly diverse and sort of uncontrollable media where anybody can say anything at any time for any reason, right? Oh my gosh. What happened? What happened to integrity? You know, the the truth is is a slippery subject. But facts, facts are possible. We had a great uh meditation class this afternoon, this evening. We don't often go political or talk about politics in class. We don't ignore it, but none of us are politicians. But this evening, we did. We talked about what was happening because it is heartbreaking it is heartbreaking. And we talked about it from the point of view of perspective. Okay? So, what we did in class is we tried to take a couple of steps back in order to shift our perspective. And to have a little bit of distance to look at 
at what was happening. And the people in class are from, you know, very different viewpoints. Some of us are conservative, some of us are liberal, some of us are liberal conservatives, some of us are conservative liberals. And um, I realized today, as I was watching all this unfold, I realized I'm not really all that interested anymore in political parties. I know that's how we've managed our government. But what's important to me now and what's important to me going forward is I will support people who truly, will truly support, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. That's what I'm looking for. Those are the people, independent, democratic, republican, I don't care anymore. I just want people in government who are going to support the Constitution. So it's we're we're headed for very challenging times. And what we talked about in class is that this can be an opportunity. It can be an incredibly challenging opportunity for people who are seriously trying their best to follow the teachings and to practice the teachings and to live the teachings of Jesus or Buddha or the great Sufi teachers. And the Sufi uh, tradition represents the mystical heart of Islam. And um, I've studied with Sufi teachers. And they will... um, (laughs) They will keep you on your spiritual toes, for sure. So this is an incredibly challenging opportunity. There are systems in our government... There are systems in governments around the world that are very discriminatory. And we're called to account for that. We have some serious karmas in this country in regard to Native American people, in regard to people that are of African American descent. in regard to people who are just not white. We've got some major repair and healing that needs to be done. We've known it needs to be done. And 
personally, I want to leave the world in a better state for my children, my grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I want to leave it better for them. So what we talked about in class was that we would do our best to take two steps back, improve our perspective, that we would do our best with our spiritual practices to be centered, to be coherent, to um, do our best to avoid getting caught up in the drama. So what we saw today and what we have been seeing all along is political theater. It's political drama. That doesn't mean that it, it's benign. It's not benign. It's, it's an attempt to control this country. It, there's nothing benign about it. And those of us who put our toes on the spiritual path, we're, we're asked um, by our whatever lineage we have, whether it's uh, Christian mysticism or Buddhist mysticism or Jewish mysticism or Muslim mysticism or Native American, it doesn't matter. We, we are asked to step up to a higher path, to be able to see all people as children of God and to, to stand up for whatever teachings or practices we hold dear. We have great teachers who've come along and shown us, taught us, demonstrated. I mean, they've worked very hard <laughs> to demonstrate compassion and equanimity and how to apply spiritual teachings. So we're we're when we have these extreme moments of polarization and upset and and of course the fear and uncertainty and anxiety around the covid virus is feeding into this political unrest it can't help but do that so we've got a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of anxiety that's just become an undercurrent to the whole world. Plus, all the political unrest around the world has created a very difficult and very challenging, again, situation with refugee camps. The last figure I heard was that there are more than 70 million people 
living in refugee camps around the world. I can't even begin to imagine that. So the world is in just a wee bit of upheaval and drama and uncertainty. It's scary. (laughs) I mean, it's just scary. So we made a commitment in class that we would use all of our spiritual practices um, to stay centered, to be as coherent as possible, to um, because that enables us to be in the world, but not necessarily of it. It enables us to be at peace with ourselves and to be aware and alive to guidance. What can we do to make things better? What little things can we do to make things better? What little things every day can we do? How can we help each other? How do we make this world a little better? How do we embody the consciousness of Christ? How do we embody the the teachings of Buddha? How do we embody the, the great teachings of all the amazing spiritual teachers who've come here? We've been here. So we did a meditation. I thought we'd do it now. Um, so we can all get some sleep tonight, for heaven's sakes. Tomorrow's a new day. The more centered we are, the, the more useful we are, the more available we are, for spiritual guidance, for being present, for being a blessing in the world. And when we go negative, we're not much of a blessing. When we decide to hate, when we decide um, to do damage, to hurt other people, we're definitely not a blessing. And I... I I do know people who love to hate. That may sound strange, but I I know people and I have known people who thrive on hatred. They thrive on causing conflict and chaos. For some reason, they relish it. And I don't understand that myself. Um, But I know people like that, and they are on my prayer list because hatred and blame and all these other very negative emotions eat people up from the inside out, literally, cause tremendous disruption of peace and calm.
So let's do our meditation. And this is just, we're going to do a real simple meditation to be calm, (laughs) to be centered, uh, to be coherent. And then we can go to bed. We can rest well. And we can get up tomorrow and go out into the world in whatever way seems right and be a blessing. We can be peacekeepers. We can be carriers of peace and grace. We can do that. Because when we get right down to it, we all want the same thing. We want peaceful neighborhoods. We want good schools for our children. We want healthy food. We want clean water. We want clean air. (laughs) All of us want that. We want jobs that bring fulfillment and adequate income. We all want the same thing, basically. So let's let's get ourselves centered and calm and in a state where we, we can be grateful for what we have. And even better, we can be grateful for who we are. Because when we get beyond the fear, the anger, the mistrust, the anxiety, the uncertainty, we're all very much alike. So, If you've been sitting for a while, be sure and do some stretching. Loosen up before you sit down. And when you're stretched out, sit down, lie down, be comfortable. And begin to pay attention to your breath. The way we usually do this is I uh, walk us into the meditation using our breath. Then we have a few minutes of quiet and rest. And then I talk us out of meditation using our breath. Then we can tuck ourselves in for the night. Or if you're listening to this in the morning, as you go into your day, you'll be more centered, more coherent, be happier, healthier, for sure. And hopefully able to keep some perspective and be a blessing. So as you breathe in, following your breath all the way down 
into your toes. Being aware of your whole body. As you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you. Now as you breathe in, follow your breath down into your solar plexus. As you breathe deeply into your solar plexus, feel your tummy expand. And as you breathe out, following your breath, Allow yourself to relax. As you breathe in, down into your solar plexus, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath, Allow yourself to relax. Now as you breathe in, breathing all the way down into your solar plexus, following your breath. Feel yourself even more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath, bring your awareness to your heart. Be aware of the rhythm and the beating of your heart. And remember that when we're relaxed and at ease and in touch with our hearts, that rhythm is setting the rhythm for our entire system. as we follow our breath in and out and we rest in the rhythm of our heart remember what you're grateful for even something as simple as being grateful that we're alive Grateful for the, the rhythm of our hearts, flow of blood through our arteries, through our veins, the amazing way our nervous system works. 
digestive system, our elimination system, our immune system. Amazing. As you breathe gently, let yourself rest with your heart and with your breath. For the next few minutes, very quietly, very peacefully.
now as you breathe in, following your breath, down to your solar plexus, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, be aware of how relaxed you are. And as you breathe in, following your breath, down to the very bottom of your lungs. Be aware of how calm you are. As you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you. Be aware of how at ease you are with yourself. And when you're ready, as you're breathing out, gently open your eyes. So if you're getting ready for bed, sleep well. If you're getting up, Have a wonderful day. Remember to breathe. Remember to be centered. Remember to stay calm and keep some perspective. And remember that the world is full of really good people who are doing their best. As I know you are. Thanks for listening and take good care of yourself.